Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 49 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about overcoming the pit to prosper in ministry. Have you ever found yourself in a ministry pit of despair? You know, Sunday attendance is down, a dream dash because of a situation outside of your control. How about a key leader inside the church? They turn on you and you face the difficulty in rebuilding trust. What do you do in the darkest times that now envelops your ministry? Well, I don't know about you, but I use my words. Words unsaid or said too much can cost a leader a season in the pit. Words used correctly under the guidance of the Holy Spirit can enable a leader's ministry to prosper. We find a story about Joseph in Genesis chapter 37 and then 39 through 45. And inside of Joseph, God has anointed him from birth. Joseph was called to move from the ordinary into the extraordinary life of service for the kingdom. Over time, Joseph would rise and fall many times before reaching prosperity in ministry. Though through his words, Joseph was able to hinder or sometimes help his cause with others. Throughout his life, Joseph teaches leaders like you who delve deep into his backstory to choose wisely your words, or it might cost you all you were meant to live out in your life. So what do we learn from Joseph? You got to move forward from panic. Due to years of boasting to his brothers about his unique calling he had on his life as a future leader over them, the brothers banded together to snatch the power before he became too powerful. They revolted against Joseph, tearing off his clothes, exposing the fallacies of his words and the nakedness of his flesh, and then tossing him into a pit meant for an animal, not a human. But this was their brother. As his eyes blinked fast for clarity and his arms outstretched to brace that impact as you turn on the movie screen of your imagination and picture it, he was racing towards the bottom of the pit. Joseph's mind must have whirled with mixed emotions. And in that instance, as his body collided with the cold, dark ground, his body reverberated with the shock. Within seconds, he realized the arrogance of his words had sent him into darkness. What happened to Joseph is happening to far too many leaders in the established church. Great leaders become impatient leaders who get ahead of where God and the congregation are and end up in the pit of their own making. For many, the sting of betrayal from a church board or a trusted member changes the trajectory of their pastoral ministry. As such, the leader self-isolates, placing barriers between their calling and the congregation the pastor leader begins to reflect and question each conversation and interaction of the past and present, which begins to force out light and plunges their mindset into darkness. It is in the dark that panic comes. Panic turns the soul away from the promise that God had initially called the leader to the church in the first place. As Joseph strained to hear his brothers and the words they spoke, his pulse quickened and his mind whirled with thoughts. And at that moment, he must have realized that God had not left him, but was with him even in the dark times like the pit. 
before Joseph was a reckless teenager who challenged authority and hierarchy, but now as the mud inched its way into the creases of his skin, he grew humble. How humble are you, leader? How humble are your words when speaking to others who challenge your authority? In the panic of your ministry setting, you must move forward. Find your leadership grounding in your calling and place the timing of your elevation or leadership breakthrough into God's hands. My friends, his timing is perfect if you're willing to wait for him. The second point I want to talk to you about is that you have to elevate the position. As Joseph was pulled muddy and cold from the pit and placed in shackles that would encase his bondage, he went from bad to worse. In every leader's journey, there are valley and mountaintop experiences. While a leader can prepare themselves for the bad and good times, only after you have gone through it can you see the actual leadership lessons that God was teaching. As the mud baked into Joseph's skin in the blazing sun that hung overhead, one can picture him glancing back, locking eyes with his brothers one at a time, and realizing that words matter. The prison in which Joseph was locked away could have been unforgiving, but instead his talents and giftings came to the fold and provided him a second chance. He would quickly seen as an asset and sold in the house of Potiphar, a captain of the guard of one of Pharaoh's officials. Leadership can be harsh, friends, and at times it can be painful, but a true ministry leader rises from the empty words of the past to attain the greatness inside of them. I want you to pause for a moment and reflect on your own skill sets, your own abilities, and the calling that God has placed on your life. What are you doing to evaluate those giftings to move you towards your dream? Maybe you've struggled being placed in a pit moment. But are you ready to move from the pit to the promise? Friends, words without actions are just that, words. Words with action can transform a dream into reality. The reality for Joseph was he could either give up or rise to the appointed time. If your church and ministry are going to move from decline and into growth, then as a leader, you must have a vision for what is unseen. Leadership is about evaluating the situation where you and the church find themselves and then begin developing a plan, strategies, and forward movement to change the position. But sadly, too many established churches find themselves in a pit of their own making. And then they begin to panic instead of evaluating the place to begin to move forward. Well, let me bring you to the third point. Do not allow problems to fester. I want to encourage you as a leader to move from words into actions. And it takes you as the leader from behind to leading forward. You see, Joseph understood this principle, and within a short time, he was elevated into a trusted position inside his new home. Instead of complaining, he settled into the situation he found himself in and began to choose his words more carefully. As a leader, you might be gifted more than others around you, but if you lead with arrogance instead of humility, life has a way of knocking you down a peg. 
You may not be at the church you believe God has for you. Your local assignment may be struggling to regain focus after years of decline. And instead of the negative, I want you, pastor, I want you revitalizer to focus on the problems you can solve now. Begin by writing down a list of concerns holding your leadership in church back. And then I want you to rank them in order. And then evaluate them. What stands out to you? What is your number one priority in each category? Now, you need a plan to move forward so the problem no longer festers, but fosters as you embrace that challenge. And so I want you to circle the number one thing on that list. You see, Potiphar did not overlook the anointing that was on Joseph's life. And the anointing on you will not be ignored by leaders around you or by God. As Joseph gained more influence inside the house, the evil one wanted to destroy his victory. In the form of Potiphar's wife, the devil crept in to steal the joy found in his life of slavery. Just because you gain success in one area of your life does not mean all will be well. When things are going well in one place, the devil wants to mess up your life by messing up your plans. But God, God will prosper your ministry if you're willing to trust the process. But will you keep the main thing the main thing? Will you stay focused on what God has for you in your ministry and what you see right in front of you? Now, next week, we're going to pick up on this ministry in the pit. And we're going to talk about the other steps that Joseph took on his life. But I want you this week, after you listen to this podcast, to do the exercise. Write down and rank what's going well, what's not going well. And then circle them. Circle the things that you can solve now. Circle the things that God has placed into your heart now. And then go to work. Go to work on chasing your dreams. You can talk about how great you are as a pastor. You can post it on social media how great you are as a pastor. But numbers don't lie. Actions don't lie. If you're going to be the pastor that God has called you to be, then do the work. It's hard work. It's determinative work, but it's principle work. If you will live out what God has called you to do, you will rise from the pit and prosper in ministry. Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.